<laughs> For a movie that went very loosey-goosey with the structure, they're really giving us the uh, same but different Hollywood strategy. Uh, this is Minute... 26? Question mark? If I cut it out, then they don't know I paused. <laughs> 26 well, that... from Russia with Love. I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. Yeah, this is the podcast that is the longest running, smoothest, suavest, most debonair spy franchise there is and shakes it out one minute at a time. Never stirred. This is Bond. Minute Bond. And, sir, what happened in this? First off, Pan Am in both movies. That's some product placement. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Pan, Pan Am, a London flight to Turkey on a Pan Am flight. But yeah, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll 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 do it. So we finally get some real spy stuff in this minute. So his plane lands in Istanbul. Obviously, they're they're relaying the control tower. Says uh, hello, London. Your your flight just landed in Istanbul. Um, so obviously, they're communicating back, no, letting London know Bond made it safe. Your flight didn't crash for whatever reason. You're not going to see this on the news later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, I like the this... idea of them telling the passengers you won't see your own planes crash. On the <laughs> I mean, I guess they, they didn't have the technology back then to track flights like you can nowadays, but uh, still, still funny. <laughs> so as Bond's walking through the terminal um, back pre, um, pre TSA, um, they have a drink cart flying around and somebody comes up to Bond and um, Bond asks them for a match, which starts off the this keyword phrase back and forth um, that some movies, some spy movies kind of use and some of them don't. I don't remember. There's a movie that they start to use the phrase and then I don't remember if it's Bond or whoever the lead agent was. was like, do I look like I give a damn about the about the stupid catchphrases? But this catchphrase. Yeah, and I don't know if it's another Bond movie or if it's in, but there's some spy movie out there that you know they go to use the key phrase and Bond just doesn't care. The lead the lead spy just doesn't care about the key phrase. So I think it's a Bond movie, but the key phrase is in this movie. Bond asks for a match. The guy coming back says, "I use a lighter." Bond says, "But better still." And then the final key phrase is "until it goes wrong," and then that's how they know that they're on the same team. So then he goes around, grabs the car. We get to see somebody kind of following him in the background who kind of like awkwardly hides behind a bush that's maybe waist high and, and very And dude, that, that tie is too white. It stands out so much against your black shirt that it just makes you stand out. Oh, that's what you <laughs> that's what you notice, not the not the mustache. <laughs> I mean the mustache and the those tiny little glasses are just flourishes. But like the bullseye is the tie, <laughs> like that's for me. It's the it's the it's the pedal mustache, <laughs> the really thin pencil mustache. I guess it's not that thin, but it's not. Um, at this time, they would have had Walter Cronkite with his mustache. Yeah, I, all I'm saying is if they slapped a brown tie on him, the mustache would be the first thing you'd see. <laughs> <laughs> so as Bond's um, going out to the car, we get to see Buff and stuff. He's um, also kind of keeping an eye on the plane. So obviously he knows he knows that Bond's here, which is kind of exactly going to according to the plan on the Spectre side of things. Your Our tie bullseye guy gets picked up in a different car. So now we have two cars following Bond, or we're expecting two cars to follow Bond because we don't expect Buff and stuff just to sit there and watch planes rolling all day. I mean, that's why of, not? 
Like that's what's confusing me. Are these guys from don't tell me, but are these guys from Specter Island as a redundancy or is this a new group we're being introduced in so fucking late? It's smirch. I don't know. I um, mean, I should I shouldn't be too hard. It's only 26 minutes in. <laughs> but like we spent so much time away from Bond and now as far as I can tell, we're adding a new element. I will tell you that you will find out the answer very soon you will find there. out the answer in this movie uh sooner than that <laughs> you may even find out next minute it's either the next minute or the minute after you're gonna find out who they are so okay you don't have to wait too long hey but yeah, yeah but I mean, it, that's basically this minute a little bit of spy things but mostly just bond landing and then getting picked up and we can see that it's being followed other than that that's those are really the only important things the code phrase is mildly important because i believe it comes up later but that's other than the spy stuff it's nothing it's not a minute to really spend too much time on okay so yeah i liked this minute because i don't know if they did this primarily because we spent so long away from real bond or just we've seen this before you know it's it's now a reference for audiences but they went quickly from pan am we didn't we cut to him immediately outside or the next time we see bond and <laughs> okay never the the driver was having a refreshing cola at the oh. cola cart <laughs> i thought oh, that was i thought he was talking to a bartender and he was handing back like the shaker that the bartender <laughs> would be making like but martinian but yeah we we got harkening back to dr no hey a car's been sent for you and instead of because he got screwed last time instead of double checking with karen bay we find out and i like how i will say it's so subtle i didn't know this is what was happening originally but yeah we get the code word him learning from dr no you know just set up a code phrase ahead of time so that i don't have to make a i don't have to uh, spend a nickel on an international phone call <laughs> And then again, we have some shady character following them, which we had lighter be that in the last movie. That's interesting. Last movie, we spent so much time getting the team together, lighter and quarrel. Um, and then, yeah, we have a third person in buff and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting that they go through that whole key phrase and don't exchange a secret. <laughs> So, I mean, as soon as the as soon as the code phrasing is done with, he closes his cigarette pouch and then moves on. Yeah, I think the moment I was like, "What the fuck?" is when he he was like, "A lighter, even better." Until they go wrong, I was like, "That's a weird fuck." Oh, okay, code, code. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the fuck would you comment on? Oh no, the lighter's going bad. But yeah, cool. Um, one thing though next to buff and stuff is there what is it, a vw volks uh volkswagen whatever was used to make the mystery machine oh you're talking about like uh the vw the vans yeah the red car next to buff and stuff the like 27 windowed vans <laughs> yeah interesting cars they've got in istanbul yeah um first off well, this is 1963 but also i mean you're talking about ussr at this point so i'm i don't remember pre-cold war you know kind of where their where their technology where their um you know like normal everyday things were at and that terms of things but i mean it's probably it probably fits the times i can't You're, imagine that it, you can't imagine what that it doesn't 
Yeah, I, I would bet everything's like accurate and stuff. Uh, you just reminded me by pointing out that it was the USSR. That's interesting, though. Why it wouldn't have been called from the USSR with love. <laughs> uh, but you reminded me, if anyone wants like a light, delightful film with uh, Beatles songs, you should check out Danny Boyle's Yesterday. The reason I mentioned that is because one of the songs is back in the USSR. But it's in common days, so everyone's like, kind of, kind of interesting and weird that you called it the USSR, since not that mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm since '91, 19, somewhere in the 19, early 1920s to 1991. <laughs> See, boom, there you go. You know, what? I'll narrow it down even more for you. Somewhere between 1963 and. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I'm saying the USSR was a thing from. Oh, early 1920s to 91. <laughs> I thought you were saying like, yeah, it stopped being the USSR in 1991 or or sometime between the 1920 and 1990. Oh, no, that was the years. <laughs> but Russia was always like the mainland was always like um, Mother Russia, even during that even during that time. So, I mean, Russia was still a thing. It just what it controlled, I guess, is where it changed. I understood that reference because Mother Russia was in Kick-Ass too. <laughs> Still haven't seen it. You, you turned me off when you said it wasn't as good as the first one. It's not. And some when I rewatched it like a couple months ago, some of the scenes are filmed. Uh, if those scenes were on television, it might still get some flack for how poorly it was filmed. Um, okay, then. Just a, just a girl sleep overnight. When you look at how they filmed it, it just feels very cheap and not well, well, well filmed. <clears throat> okay. My name is Brad. My name is Brian. And that was money. Every penny of it. I just wanted an excuse to, sh- to show off the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Flash and gold. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's so just... you do. You do find out this this minute who that who those people are. This next minute. Uh, nice. Uh, let me let me just say, if I randomly ended up on a date like tomorrow, I would not bring this ring because I <laughs> will not be uh, sending the wrong message about my uh, incoming income. How do you say that? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a good way to say that. 